Hi friends, it's Cheryl from Tutoring with Cheryl, and I am just really honored to have a return guest, Linda Rumpf, who is a reading tutor and parent support coach. And today she's going to be talking to us about uh, how she is setting up a program that's available to parents um, to help them create a home-guided reading program. And as she was sharing this information with me, I was like, I need to hear more. And so we pushed the record button and here we go. So Linda, um, if you want to give a, just a short little background to how you got into tutoring, maybe not the whole thing, because I know you've been here before, um, keep that part kind of short so that they know that, you know, your purpose and kind of how, what, what inspired you and then start to talk to us about uh, your program. Okay. Hey. So, um, I was a classroom teacher and until the day that I had my two baby twins in the back of the room, uh, trying to teach 24th graders at the same time, because the, uh, you know, the babysitter called off. And I said, okay, I need to go in the home, be a mommy for a while. <laughs> Just, yep. This is too yep. much. Yep. So I then was a mommy for a long time, 20 years. And when all the kids were out of the house, then I found myself with this little tutoring business and it started to grow. And at the beginning, I taught a lot of different things because I have, I have different degrees and talents. Mm -hmm. um, and what I really found myself very passionate about was teaching um, children and adults to read. I love that. You're, you're a little bit like me. I started out uh, with a strong emphasis in math uh, because I'm really good at teaching math. But what I found out was I was getting more parents asking me to support their child in reading and then I just did a total deep dive into reading. Um, you know, having been a classroom teacher, you can you feel like you can teach just about everything. But I also felt like I needed to continue my education. So I did a total deep dive into the science of reading. Uh, continue. I'm continuing to um, uh, research it and, and do best practices and attend conferences and webinars. Um, so I'm sure that you are doing the exact same thing. So I didn't know the story about the twins in the back of the room. <laughs> But I do know, I do know that frustration of daycare canceling <laughs> and you're yeah. scrambling, you're scrambling. Yeah. At the time we were not high on the hog. We, you know, we were starting out and we didn't have a lot of money Yep. between my husband and myself. And so we got two babies for the price of one and it was daycare, you know, reliable daycare was out of the question. So we just had this babysitter who'd come in when I taught. Right. 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 And yeah. I just taught part time even. And oh, even that. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, you know, I salute all the teachers that are out there still in the trenches. Uh, you know, I had a very long career in the classroom. I loved it, but it is hard work. And I think somebody posted uh, today is November 11th that we're taping this and we're, it's going to air a little bit later. But um, somebody said it's National Substitute Teacher Day. So Hats off to all of our substitute teachers as well who go out there and they walk in and they don't know what they're doing until they hit the room. So <laughs> good for them. But let's talk a little bit more about, um, you know, how you're supporting your learners, your students, and of course your parents. So if, whatever you want to talk about, it's it's your stage. You tell us all about it. Oh, thank you so much, Cheryl. Yeah. Well, um, Cheryl, you were telling me a little bit before about your your exciting new um, platform and program. 
where you'll have curriculum available to parents. Mm -hmm. And so um, they'll be the teacher, but the everything's provided and it's all right. online. And I mean, it just sounded so incredible. Well, my um, what I'm doing is not that comprehensive. It's but it's very, still important and it's still needed. <laughs> well, it's needed. very targeted and mm -hmm. it's it's very specific to its purpose. Mm -hmm. And I want to start with a little just two minute story about a student that I had. And he was a fourth grader mm -hmm. reading on a second grade level, yeah. which is very common now post pandemic. It, it really is. You're exactly All these right. fourth graders. In fact, you know, last year, and this is what really put a fire under me to do this, Cheryl, last year when I read the article about how two thirds of fourth mm -hmm. graders in the United States are not reading on grade level. I think we read the same article because it's just shocking. It's just shocking. But, you know, I, I was aware of it even before the pandemic and maybe it wasn't two thirds, but there was, there was a big, big gap in, in knowledge and, and it's really hard. It's hard. Yeah. Since the 1990s, when we threw mm -hmm. out phonics, uh, yep. <laughs> we, we won't, don't get me started on that. But yeah. anyway, so I had this, um, wonderful student uh -huh. and he fourth grader and his mother brought him to me for tutoring online tutoring she found me online and so we started off reading um and usually cheryl i feel like um my program is pretty fast and i like to say you know i like to promote it because mm -hmm. In 2022, I was thrilled to see that my student data showed that I could help a child gain a grade level in reading in three months. Wonderful. I, I thought that was fast. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's very fast. Now, this child started to shoot forward in his reading. And it took him only six weeks. Wow. To close the gap. It's pretty, pretty committed. A whole grade level. Yeah. And it made my job like incredibly easy. Mm -hmm. And the, I asked the mother, you know, wow, is your, your child just like, have you had him tested, IQ tested? Is he just like a genius? She said, well, and she couldn't even speak English. No. And this is something I want right. to emphasize. Mm -hmm. She wasn't teaching him. Okay. Um, he was reading aloud. And I had mentioned to her that it would be good if he could read aloud for more practice on the days we didn't tutor. Mm -hmm. She sat him down in a chair every single night we didn't tutor. Okay. So seven days a week he was reading aloud because I have my students do guided reading, reading aloud to me during my actual lessons. Mm -hmm. But every other night while she held the baby, cooked dinner, whatever, she had him sit there in the kitchen and read to her for a half an hour. I love that. And I saw the results of this, he, he cut the time in half. I bet his confidence just started to skyrocket. And, you know, I bet that even the mom was probably picking up a lot of the language um, as he was reading to her, but that was just a really special bonding time for them. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that because mm -hmm. it is a huge side benefit to doing this. Mm -hmm that it's bonding time. So think about how special a lot of us felt when our parents read to us Yeah. at bedtime when mm -hmm. we were little or on the couch and you snuggle up. Well, now think about for a middle school child, 
how much time do their parents actually spend sitting, listening to them? They don't. <laughs> how, they don't. How special is that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think that's great. Now, tell me a little bit more about how the actual program works. Okay. How does that? How does the well, and and while we're doing this, I'm putting your your um, website. But anybody who is looking at this um, and the recording. Stay here until the very end and then go and look at her website. Okay. So stay, listen for the conversation. So tell us a little bit about how this works. Okay. And thank you for putting the website up. Um, if you want, go to the website, it also has a link to my Facebook group. It's, this is a brand right. new group. Right. And, but you'll see it all over the website too. There it is up on the screen. Okay. Thanks, Cheryl. But you'll see it all over the website too. So either one is fine. Um, and the group is going to be a support group for parents to set up their own home guided reading program. Wonderful. I just actually, I just joined your group right before we got on here. I didn't answer the question, so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. Um, the VA should let you in anyway. We'll see. Yeah, I did okay. say, yes, join. <laughs> all right. If, if for some reason it bounces you, I'll let you in. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Um, we, we just had to put the questions up there in case there was someone who's in dire need and I need to call them back like right now. You know? No, I think it's a great way to, to collect information. And, um, cause I help mod, I help, uh, moderate a group and, you know, we, we want those questions to be answered. So if you kick me out, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll resubmit <laughs> and actually type the answers, but let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's, okay. let's, um, and I'm going to uh, change that from a ticker to a, a banner while you're talking. So go ahead and just share. Okay. Talk about your program. So I am what they call a high impact tutor. Mm -hmm. And the federal government has just come out with um, the National Student Support Accelerators Guidelines for um, the recommended, the rec their recommendations for tutoring. And they are now recommending high impact tutoring, they which are. is what I do. Mm -hmm. And so... What a high impact tutor does is teach one to one or at the most in a group of one to three, maybe one to four, right. but not in these big group yeah. settings. It just doesn't, um, it, when they do the big group settings, Linda, I'm sorry to interrupt you because I'm offering one this summer. I call that like an experience for your child to kind of keep them immersed in something, but you're not going to see the return unless it is a small group because, and I'm sure you're going to get to it. You get to really hone in on those skills. Go ahead. Keep going. I love this. I love this. Right. Thank you. And okay. I, I teach art as well. This is a little known fact. I have an art degree. And you, <laughs> and if you go to her personal Facebook page, she shows, I'm just like, wow, I think you should get into illustrating people's books or something. Oh, it's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. Someday I'll make a book of my own and put my little pictures in there. But oh yeah. Um, so but, I interrupted you. you. Know, so we were talking about the high impact tutoring and the one to one yeah, and the impact yeah. that that makes or one to three. Yeah. And I wanted to say with art, for instance, mm -hmm. you can have 20 to 100 people there because they're just watching you do one thing. Right. And they're just emulating that one thing. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying that group tutoring is bad. It's wonderful for certain things mm -hmm. um, for a remedial reader yeah. who really needs to get into um, the nitty gritty yes. of what they know and what they don't know. The high impact tutor does a deep dive into that. And then guided reading takes it a step further, Cheryl, mm -hmm. because yes. guided reading 
um, has the child read aloud and then the listener listen to what we call miscues mm -hmm. or anytime they mispronounce a word or don't know a word or skip a word. Um, anyway, if they change a word's meaning, something like that, we're writing those down. Mm -hmm. And then Absolutely. at the end, we look at the list and we look for patterns. Mm -hmm. So if you see, oh, every time they see AI in a word, they say ah. Mm -hmm. Then and you know, focus on that, aren't you? I love it. That word family, you Google it up, and this is what I'm going to show the parents. You know, mm -hmm. it, you, I want to empower parents um, because we have 40,000 tutors in the United States, Cheryl. I didn't know that. I didn't know I was part of that big of a group. Yay for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but compare that to two thirds of fourth graders not reading on grade level, millions of children. Yeah. Okay. Even if all the tutors were fully booked, Mm -hmm. we still need help. Mm -hmm. We need the parents on board. So this is my one student and this mom who couldn't even really speak English, yeah. okay, who helped her child just by creating the time and the rhythm, mm -hmm. yeah. and the expectation that this was going to be a rhythm every day, every day, half hour, just read to me. I might not even understand what you read. I right. don't have to teach. I don't have to do anything. I don't even have to write down the miscues if I can't, if my hands are busy doing dinner. My um, passion right now is in quick catch up, Cheryl. Okay. And so the reason quick catch up is important and the reason that I'm starting the my free support group for parents to help them establish these rhythms and get a reading program going in home for the days that their child doesn't tutor mm -hmm. is because a quick catch up. Right. So when children are, has, say, have an IEP in school, mm -hmm. yeah. you see that they might be at a fifth grade reading level and they might be an eighth grader. Right. Okay. And then parents get very, very frustrated and the child gets frustrated because the IEP teacher might set their goal at a fifth grade level. Mm -hmm. By the end of the year, they're nowhere near having caught up to their peers. Right. Okay. Right. So what we need to do and what guided reading does when you listen to the actual miscues, when you listen to the child read for a sustained amount of time aloud, mm -hmm then you can target where the miscues are. You don't, I don't start from a curriculum with A right? and then B right. yeah. and then C. Right. Anything mm -hmm. the child already knows, we don't need to reteach. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing how, um, about how this dovetails into high impact tutoring is that I am really looking at where that child is at. Mm -hmm. Um. And I'm not going from a preconceived idea of what I should teach right. the child. I know all the things, all the components that go into being able to read and being able to help a child learn to read, even children with dyslexia or working memory issues. You know, I know how to deal with those too. The important thing though, is to meet the child exactly where they're at and get them to fluency as quickly as possible because you don't want them to still be behind as the, yeah. as the grade level moves on next fall. And, if and, they and, and, they, and they are. And, and that's the thing that I don't think parents really grasp is that like, 
And I just, I just did this podcast the other day and I was, I, and it was just a, a verbal one that I recorded, but I just kept saying, what are you going to do for your child to support your child? Because if they have an IEP or if they have a 504 plan, the school has noticed that they need more help and they're going to do what they can in, within those four walls. But that is not enough to get your child over the hump. And I think parents are under this idea that as soon as their child is verified and they're getting services, that that's going to be all that it's going to take to make the leap. And unfortunately, it's not. And, you know, I, I don't want, I will, and I would even tell parents that when I was in the classroom, you know, we will do everything that we can here at school. Here's some things that you can do. And, you know, some parents would do it and some parents wouldn't. Now, I'm assuming that if they're going to work with you, they're going to be committed. Now, do you give them like um, a plan? Do you, do you provide a plan for them or how does this look? So I feel, and this might be because I'm an artist too, Oh, but I feel like education has to happen in freedom. I do not make anyone do anything. Do you give them suggestions um, though? Yes. I mean, because if I, I didn't have suggestions, I'd be like, I don't know. She wants us to read. Yeah. All right. I so. encourage all my parents to do outside reading at least three to five days per week with their child while they're tutoring with me. And I tell them about my student that cut the time in half and I totally try to inspire them. But what I, what I've noticed is that parents are busy Oh yeah, and children can be resistant, especially children whose reading is remedial, maybe don't want to hear themselves out loud in front of an, you know, another of sibling or something like that. Right. Um, they can be resistant. So this is why I started the group. So I'm going to be showing up Monday through Friday, because if I'm asking you to show up, then I decided I should show up. Okay. So at 5.30, Monday through Friday, in my Miss Linda's reading support group, I'm going to be there for you on your commute home or right when you get home and you're just kicking your shoes off and sitting on the couch. I'm going to be there saying, how was your day? And giving you inspiration and reminding you how great it is to be able to read, how we get our ideas and our thoughts and society is built on being able to read and learn and grow and giving you inspiration so that you can go on, cook your dinner, and then have your, let your child read aloud to you that night. To Wonderful. Or maybe you just forget, mm -hmm. but I'm going to be there saying, Hey, don't forget to read. Okay. So, I love that. So you're just going to just set up a, like a, an event that's just going to keep repeating. And then you're just going to hop on, or you're going to push the live button and just, just yep, remind here I'll I am. Monday through Friday, 530. Okay. And I also um, just wrote a small manual. Okay. A small booklet, Cheryl, um, about how, how I do things in my guided reading uh, techniques. Wonderful. And it includes a lot more things than I said here. You know, you've got some phonics things and right. you've got the word families. You've got how to choose books, yep. which is really important because we don't want our, we don't want to start with something at a frustrational level. Right. We, we need to know exactly where, what level the child is reading on before they start. Um, and I also give free assessments. Wonderful. So if you go, go to my website. You can sign up for a free assessment. There's a button. You just click the button, and then we can find out. It's totally free. 
we can find out what level your child is reading on. So I give all kinds of different support like that. Right, um, right. I do the yeah. same thing because I, you know, I, I don't want to work with a student that isn't a good fit for me. I want to, you know, make sure that I can actually support them. I haven't run, really run across anybody that I haven't been able to, but there could be somebody out there, you know, maybe they're visually impaired. Well, then for me, being an online tutor, that's probably not going to be the best fit. You know what I'm saying? So I do. I always offer um, that free assessment just like you. And then I'm able to right away say, here's where I believe they're at. And then when I talk to the parent, and I'm sure you've had the same experiences, they're like, oh, that's exactly what their teacher said, you know? And then you're like, wow, okay, who knew? Um, but I want to put that Facebook group back up there one more time for the people who see this so that they can copy it down um, and, and come in and see it. Now, is, is your, is your um, pamphlet or your booklet, is that linked somewhere or is that a link that you can share with me and I can put it in the notes? It's going to be on um, in the group. In the it's, group. It's, okay. Yeah, it's going to be available in the group. Okay. So see Under parents guide. there. Now you need to go there. Under yeah. guide. Okay. Under guides. And um, yeah, I'm really excited about the group because it's a vision. It's yeah. a vision, Cheryl. And, and the reason it's a vision is because other tutors, multiple times I've heard parents won't do that. Parents won't do that. No, they're hiring a tutor because they don't want to do it. They're well, hiring. I think if you really share your message the way that you're sharing, it's pretty evident that it does work. Um, and I would agree with you. It's got to be a book that they're confident in reading. I mean, I would never give a, a you know an eighth grade reader an eighth grade level book if they're not reading eighth grade. I might step it down and do fourth exactly. or fifth, something that they're comfortable with uh, because I know the value of repeated reads. Um, and maybe it could even just be something that they've read with you, you know, that they're already comfortable with, um, because there's a lot of research that says repeated reads uh, make a huge impact in knowledge, vocabulary development, uh, comprehension level. So, yeah, I love what you're doing. I think this is absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Yes, I use repeated reading as well. And and the, the thing I want to say, because I just heard myself agreeing with you that you and, and I said it before that the child needs to start at instructional level, but I want to point out what's different from what I said before, where we're just putting, you know, the eighth grader who's reading at a fifth grade uh -huh. level, we're just setting their bar at fifth grade. We're not going to leave it there all year. Oh, no, no, absolutely not. Because <laughs> you're what you're doing is going to keep bumping up their yeah. instructional level or you know, whatever. It seems like a no-brainer. It seems like anyone would do that, but in a large group setting, in a classroom, a busy IEP teacher, it just it doesn't go as fast. And no, it doesn't because they're in a whole group. They're in the classroom. There's distractions, um, and and there's content as well being taught. It's not just learning to read and learning the strategies that make you a really good reader. It's reading the content and writing about the content, which I know you're also doing, but I'm just saying in a classroom setting, they have a set curriculum and you're, like you said, you're able to, to kind of um, figure out where they're at, what they need. And I always say, I fill in the gaps, you know, I'm going to fill those gaps in so that, that, that your child can be launched forward in their learning. And I think that's what any good tutor is going to do. They're going to, you know, if, if you are using a curriculum, um, because I know I use a curriculum just because it's very scaffold. 
I'm not starting at the beginning of the curriculum. And as a matter of fact, if I get to a chunk that they don't know, I'm going to skip that because, um, but I also can't keep reinventing the wheel. So that's why I know I use the curriculum, but hey, more power to you. If you can find, um, you know, exactly what that child needs, I salute you. That is wonderful. That is absolutely wonderful. Thanks. So is there, is there any, um, other than your Facebook group and, you know, uh, which is huge. Is there anything else that you want to talk about with programming or anything that um, our listeners don't know that you would like to share? Um, well, I guess I just want to end up by saying that when people told me parents don't want to do this or parents won't make the time, I said, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I said, I think they just need a cheerleader. Oh, absolutely. I think they need support. Mm -hmm. I think in our hearts, we all want to help our children. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. so I warn everyone. I have a warning. It's, well, it's a group welcome, but <laughs> I say be warned when you join the group. I will be inspiring you towards the joy of reading. I will be telling you when you, you take your child to the library. Get a couple books out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Sit around, read them where your mm -hmm. child can see you reading for pleasure. I'm really after a revolution. I, I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. And, you know, the fact that you've taken the time to build this out, because I know what it takes to build something out. Because as we were talking before, uh, just, you know, what I'm providing in a winter ed hub for for children uh, and parents, and they are going to kind of take charge for a little bit. Uh, it takes time to build all of that out. And uh, I think you and I both have um, the heart of a teacher and uh, the love of literacy. And we want kids reading and learning and being independent in the classroom. I mean, I've worked with so many children that are not independent because of their reading level. And when they start to see themselves as readers and they start to grow as a reader, their confidence levels just skyrocket. And I know I'm quite certain that you're feeling the same way. It's amazing that that first little boy that I talked about, he, he his one of the reasons that his mom had gone looking for a tutor was because he was starting to act out in school. Oh yeah. He could see now that he was in the fourth grade and everyone else was reading on the fourth grade level, but he was not. Mm -hmm. He could he could see that, you know, and he was starting to feel bad about himself mm -hmm. and he had gotten in trouble at school. Mm -hmm. He had never gotten in trouble in the lower grades. He wasn't that kind of kid. Yeah. I knew right away when I met him, he was a really nice kid. Right. So that self-esteem is really important. And when they start to drop behind, they start to, you see the acting out, you see all yeah. these symptoms. Well, she, she told me after he was reading Magic Treehouse books, no problem. You know, like he was mm -hmm. getting up there under the fourth grade level. She told me um, he was much better at school. Well, sure, because his frustration had to have gone down. I mean, I always liken this to me being in a, you know, college level math class. You know, listen, I have some great math skills. And if you ask me to teach a K through fifth grader math, no problem. But when we start to get into all of the, you know, algebra and the geometry things that sometimes I don't feel overly confident with, with pretty soon I'm, I'm going to start to feel a little bit frustrated. And then you're going to move me into algebra and calculus. And I'm going to be like, whoa, what just happened? So imagine your child sitting in the classroom and they know they have a vocabulary and they know some, they know certain words, 
but maybe they don't know how to attack all of those words, of course they're going to be frustrated. And of course they're going to act out because they're in school for seven, eight hours a day. That would be exhausting. And, and, and unfortunately, classroom teachers, they, they want to do it. But parents have got to realize that they're in a classroom with so many children. And it's just absolutely impossible for one person to be the answer. So I love that you are you are creating this this group. I hope it's very successful. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be fun to watch it. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'm yeah. any any dent that we can make mm-hmm. uh, in the literacy crisis, you know, and empowering parents too. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like creating joy of reading in the home. Yeah, I, mean, I was just going to say that <laughs> it's, it's just going to just grow because if those kids are reading every day, then hopefully the parents are seeing their child child modeling that, or they want to model it for their child. Gosh, they could even be having book discussions about what's your book say, what's my book say, or they could read a shared book. Like who doesn't love uh, where the red fern grows or Charlotte's web, or maybe go get a biography. I mean, I just saw a little something about Chip Gaines birthdays today and I read his, uh, biography. It was great. Maybe it was his autobiography. I'm sorry. I think I misspoke there, but you know, just having a shared read that you can sit down and, and share and read. Wow. That's just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Conversation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For sure. And conversation goes right to literacy too. Oh, absolutely. And then think about all the words they're going to start using, you know, just building that vocabulary and that background knowledge. I mean, that is just really something. So I'm super excited for you. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners? Because I think this has just been a lot, but it's been wonderful. Like, I I can't wait to get back into your Facebook group and check it out. Well, I guess the last thing I just want to say is parents to parents, you Mm -hmm. are the one who sees your child on a daily basis. You are the key. We need you. Absolutely. Um, We tutors are there for you. We're there for you. And if the child is behind uh, grade levels, um, we're going to help them catch up. You need us, but we need you too. You need us, but we need you too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I just think, uh, I hope this revolution takes off and I can't wait to check in to see how your group is growing. And I wish you so much success. And I, I thank you for actually Linda, Linda said, Hey, can we chat again? I was like, yeah, let's just do this. And I'm so glad that we did. And, and we're going to have to schedule something out and, and check back and see how this is going. Okay, Linda. I would love it. Thank you. All right. I'm going to go ahead and end the recording with um, a big thank you to our listeners. If uh, any of this has been helpful um, to make sure that you like and subscribe and uh, give another big thank you to Linda Rump for being a guest on the Tutoring with Cheryl podcast. So you guys go out, make it a great day. And as usual, keep the learning going.